Thank you for joining us here at Fellowship Church for today's message. Our desire is to encourage others to love God, love people, and impact the world. And we would love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. So take a moment and visit us online at fellowshipws.org. Find the Share Your Story button and tell us what God is doing in your life. While you are there, you'll also find useful information about our church and other resources that will bring you closer to Christ. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you enjoy today's message. Let's get into the Word. Let's get into the Word. You know, um, our pastor has been speaking about, can I speak to the manager? How many have been blessed by that series? I mean, he was talking about, you know, strategies for the storm, things to do when our moment comes, you know, keeping the same injury, all the different topics that he had. If you've not downloaded our Fellowship Church app, if you are here for the first time or don't know anything about that, I would advise you to get on our app, listen to all the word. We, and I'm guilty of it too, so many times we can hear the message or hear a word and just forget all about what God is saying. You should all through the week or whenever God puts it on your heart just to go back and study and see what else was he saying because just because he said something on that sunday i'm telling you he can reveal new things to you but i thought about it i said man you know just in a different season of my life and i said god i thank you that you're reminding me of who i am in you that I, yes i am the manager yes i have a little bit more control over my thoughts and things and what i would try to give credit for yes it's not always the enemy moving hallelujah sometimes God is doing things strategically sometimes God is putting me in places hallelujah so that my faith is renewed and my faith is restored and I get a little bit more committed to the things of God but I said God I am the man hallelujah hey I am the manager but you know what there's an assistant manager that has been helping me and leading me and guiding me and it had not been for that powerful combination I still be like a ship without a sail, hallelujah. I still would be out a ship without a sail. And the assistant manager that I want to talk about today is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. You know, a lot of times, again, we are the managers. And yes, we're going to speak to the manager. But when there are new franchises, when there are new restaurants, when there are di different things with management, they know a lot of times a good manager, a good general manager, will not just send you out there and say, go ahead and open up that store. Go ahead up and do all this stuff. Don't go ahead and start that business and you don't have anything, any help. What they'll do, they'll say, oh, let's send somebody from corporate office on down to help them. Hallelujah, to get that store started, amen. So once you get saved, God has given you, he's empowered you with something on the inside to help you run on and help you finish and walk in this life and finish your Christian race, hallelujah. So you need without the Holy Spirit, Without that dual combination, hallelujah, I'm going to tell you, you, you're still going to fail. So we want to talk about in my subject today, or the title is Let Me Lead You. Let me lead you. Trust in the leading of the Holy Spirit, amen. You need that. Mary, she might have started the store. When Sister Yvette, we talked about when she got that new diagnosis, when someone is about to walk out, on their wife. Yes, they're going to go to counseling and those things are good, but you still need the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. And I come to tell you today, I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. Anybody else believe in the power of the Holy Spirit? Amen. 
the Holy Spirit. Some may say he's the Holy One, or I love a lot of times we call him the Spirit of Truth, or the very presence of God. Hallelujah. The very presence of God. Let me tell you what he isn't. Let me tell you what it isn't, because I think even through this studying and giving, getting ready for the message, I learned some just different things. My eyes were open again. In scriptural, he will reveal all manner of things to you if you're ready to seek him. But what he's not, he was not sent, the Holy Spirit, guys, was not sent for us just to have a little Christian badge to show how holy and how righteous we are. That, that's not why he was sent. A lot of times we can get, especially sometimes with an, um, in our faith and different churches, you get, you know, it's kind of a badge of honor. Oh, they were speaking in tongues like this. Oh, they fell on the ground like this. That's not why the Holy Spirit was sent to us. And, and he was not sent for you to look down on someone else who hasn't quite yet experienced that same freedom. That, that's not why it was. A lot of times, again, at your jobs or whatever, oh, I got the Holy Ghost. He's told me such and such and such. Thank God that he has revealed that unto you. But I was raised in a church who believed that there was a Holy Spirit, but it was no laying on hands. It was no falling out under the power. It was no shouting and doing all these other things. And God had to check me because when I first started coming here, I said, oh, you know, I kind of started looking at them kind of sideways. And he was like, no, I'm the same God that's here, that's there at that same church. God had just not revealed within their denomination that's not something they laid heavily on, not something that they taught. They believe, yes, the Holy Spirit comes and empowers you, but all the other things that some you may see or experience, that's just not what it was. So we should not look high and mighty, you know, or look down at others just because they've not experienced that, that same freedom. That's not what the Holy Spirit is. It's not sent for us to have control over somebody else. It's not sent for that, hallelujah. God, a lot of times the Holy Spirit will show and reveal, but you can't hold that stuff on over people's heads. Like they're going to go to hell or they're going to do this and that or they just not. There is a time and a season for everything. We have to believe that when we water and that we plant, the seeds will grow in due time. But you can't get upset and get mad because of something the Holy Spirit, that is not the way that the Holy Spirit will operate. Not operating that way. It's not something that is used to gain popularity. It's not something that is gained to gain popularity, to get Facebook likes. You know, people will do videos and they'll do all this other stuff or do stuff not in the spirit of God just because it looks good. Oh, I look holy. Oh, I look righteous. Hallelujah. Oh, I look like I've been in the presence of God. That is not what the Holy Spirit has come to us for. That is not why God said he would send him. Well, Jesus, hallelujah, when he went away that he would send him. Those are not the things it is. Now let's turn to John 16. We're going to look at this scripture 5 through 11. Who is he? Who is this Holy Spirit that we talk about? Who is this Holy Spirit that empowers us? Hallelujah. Who is this Holy Spirit? Let's look at John 16, starting at verse 5. It says, but now I go away. And I'm going to read this nice, like in my little teacher voice. But now I go away to him who sent me. And none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. And rightfully so. They love Jesus, his disciples. Jesus is with his disciples. They loved him. Yes, sorrow filled their heart. But it says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It's to your advantage 
that I go away. It's to your good. It's to your, your betterment that I go away. Man, I, and even in that, I'm thinking, you got Jesus right here with the disciples. The, he's the God in the flesh. But you're telling me it's better that I go away? If it is your, to your, hallelujah, it's your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. The helper, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, the helper, your assistant manager. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict Hallelujah. The world of sin and of righteousness, hallelujah, and of judgment of sin. Because they do not believe in me of righteousness because I go to my father and you see me no more. Because I've gone away, they stop believing because I go to my father and you see me no more of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged and when he has come he will convict the world of sin sin I said I'm gonna do just a little bit of teaching and make sure that we understand sin something we don't quite talk about something that you know sometimes people are saying what is you are going to sin okay there are different things that's gonna happen in your life things that you may not have thought of things that you were saying God I need you to help me with Sin is going to come. Are we sin conscious? Does that mean that I'm going after and I'm going to keep committing things that I know that is not right? No, ma'am and no, sir. But there are things that are going to happen in this life that, yes, you will sin. That's why God has asked for us to go to him and ask for forgiveness. Sin, anything that is, that is in lack of conformity to the moral character of God or the law of God. Sometimes you sin by thinking. Sometimes you sin by things that you speak. Evil acting. We're omitting God. So it is there, hallelujah, but we have an advocate against our helper and we don't continue to pursue things of sin, but it is there. Romans 14, 23rd, 23rd verse says, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Whatsoever is not of faith is not of sin. When we're doing something that we know goes against the will of God, okay? So what God showed me, I said, man, that's why we pray also more and more for people to receive the Holy Spirit because then the Holy Spirit will convict them, right? The Holy Spirit's going to convict them. Does that mean we don't hold people accountable? No. We still hold people accountable. But I said, God, if, if, they, knew for if they knew for real that they had the Holy Spirit and they knew that tugging and that within their heart is of you, then they're not getting lost in their emotions. And sometimes, sometimes even as Christians, the best of us, we kind of be... We've got to be careful with our words and how we say things. You know, we're trying to hold them accountable. We're trying to do this and that, but it doesn't come off right. And so then they leave with offenses and different things happen. But if the Holy Spirit, which is what he sent back, convict them, look how powerful that could be. People are, are checking themselves. They're, they're in prayer. They're saying, man, that's not right. Man, I need to go to that person and get this right. Man, I need to go do this. The Holy Spirit has already done the work within them. And then that's less and less that we have to do. Sin, he came to convict the world of sin. Righteousness. That's another one of our Christian words that we use. But God's own perfection in every attribute, every attitude, every behavior, every word. That's his righteousness, his perfect nature, God's righteousness. That's what he came to do to remind, reveal us when we are having unrighteous behavior. 
God's job, his spirit's job. He said that our righteousness is like filthy rags. So even when we think that we're doing the right things, it's like filthy rags. It is my manager, it is my assistant manager that says, uh-uh, uh-uh. You've not done that right. You need to go do this. Jesus, his spirit, will do the convicting and with judgment. That is one of the most popular things with believers and non-believers. Don't be judging me. Don't be judged. Why are you judging me? Oh, my gosh, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Is it true? Yeah, some people do. They, we, we've seen it all over the world, even with, with stereotyping people and things and stuff like that. But you, you can see a fruit. You see a tree by the fruit that it bears. Okay? But as Christians and, and just people in general, we have not, we have judged people. We have looked at what we saw on the outside. We haven't taken time to build a relationship with them, to hear their story, to see, okay, this is this dot, that, okay, I can understand what's going on a little bit better. We've taken our natural eyes and tried to figure out and then put our, what we think of our expression of the Holy Spirit and our spiritual eyes to try to understand, hallelujah, what's going on in that person's life. It is the Holy Spirit that convicts of the sin, convicts of the righteousness, convicts of the judgment, hallelujah, then we need more of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, to be that in presence in our lives, hallelujah. It was necessary, it was necessary for him to go away because if he didn't go away, then what we'd be doing on this earth, hallelujah, would be impossible to do without his leading, hallelujah. We need the Holy Spirit. Why should we follow him? Why should we follow the Holy Spirit? A lot of might say, I mean, why not? As I just said, in the Amplified Version, let's go to John 14 and 26. In the Amplified Version, it says, but the helper the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, the strengthener, the standby. All those things, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name. Then it says, in my place to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things. And he will help you remember everything that I have told you. This is his disciples. He's telling, he is going, everything, you know, our, our memories, we would, you know, they're all kind of things, yes, that we can take. But you, you're, you're going to forget some things. That's why it's good. We talk about write the vision, make it plain, take notes as you're doing in here. But Jesus even said, I am the helper, the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, the strengthener, my standby, whom the Father will send in my name, in his name, in my place to represent, to represent me and act on my, help, on my behalf will teach you all things. And he will help you remember everything that I told you. You need the Holy Spirit. One of the things in, in researching that um, I, I believe in our world, even in the body of Christ, is loneliness. Everybody, most people are just fighting loneliness. You know, children leave. Um, maybe the relationships break, you know, you break up with a boyfriend or even husbands, you know, divorce, different things like that. But you feel like you're all alone. And I said, God, hallelujah. I, I, I remember when I realized that I'm not alone. I'm never alone because the Holy Spirit that is what reminds me that I'm your friend. I, I, I'm your comforter. Hallelujah. I'm all that you need. When tragedy strikes through death and grief and 
through, through diagnosis, medical diagnosis, or some kind of um, thing that you got that you didn't think, God, is this happening to me? I often question when people are not wanting to follow and believe and say, how do people in this world manage without Jesus, without his spirit guiding? You can see, and I've said it before, why opioid, the opioid crisis is so up. You can see why people are turning to all kind of things for relief. But he said, if I go away, hallelujah, then I would send something back to help you with that anxiety. I would send something back to help you with those fears. I would send something back to help you with those children. I'd send something back to help you with your marriage. I'd help you. I'd help you right where you were, hallelujah, whether you were 18 or 25 or 40 or 60, I would help you. Just let me lead you, Joshua. Just, just let me guide you. Just let me be there the way that I need to be there for you. Stop pushing me away. Let me be the helper. Let me be the comforter. Let me be the advocate for you. And move on your behalf. When you need peace. When you need peace, I tell you. I, I, I will say it, hallelujah, till I leave this earth. There is no peace. There's nothing like the peace of God. There's nothing like the peace of God. Everything can be going around you. Everything that can be going haywire, hallelujah. It's one thing, then that thing, but there's nothing that likes the peace of God. The peace that surpasses all understanding. The peace that holds me. The peace that comforts me. The let me know that I am who I said I am. Hallelujah, that I hear and I see all that's going on. I know all that's going on in your life. I see every issue. I've seen everything that's happened, good or positive. The peace of God and resting in him. Knowing that he is taking care of me. The Holy One. He is the one that reminds me. He's all the way things. He is the one that brings all things back to remembrance. About how I said, God, I got another situation. I got another situation, Holy Spirit. But that Holy Spirit will say, but, but look about, look, look, look what happened last time. Did, did I leave you? Did, did, did I forsake you? Did I leave you out there helpless? Hallelujah. Did I not come to your rescue? Did I not provide what you needed? Right on time. Hallelujah. Did I not make ways out of no ways? Then I can get you through this. Let me lead you. Let me lead you to that peace. Let me lead you to that. He will be a friend like none other. He will be a friend like none other. John 16, the 12 through the 15, it says, I still have many things. Oh, I liked when I read that this time. I said, I still have many things to say to you. He kind of he checked me and said, you know, I, I'm still moving. And that's kind of where the judgment comes in. What we think is of God and what we think is not of God. What we, who we think is his child, who we think is not of his child. I, I'm still speaking. There's still some things that I need to tell you. So without the spirit of God, his discerning power, how do we know? How you gonna know what's of God and what's not? How you gonna know if, if, what he, if something that's coming in your life, if, as you're praying for you know, a maid or praying for whatever. You could be wanting to adopt a child. How are you going to know if these things are of God? 
Starting a business. How, how are you going to know without the spirit still speaking and giving you the instructions and giving you the direction as far as what you're going to do? Even more so than that, how are you going to, I'm telling you, how are you going to know when your children or your family get sick? How are you going to know? I, you know what? I'm, you might laugh, but I thank God for the Holy Spirit because yesterday we, we switched out Kendall's fish tank. And I call myself putting this new filter in, and I think, you know, it, it was supposed to be better because the other one was making noises. And about, you know, we put it in, changed the water and all that good stuff. And, um, you know, about half, I said, oh, Skittles, you got, got a new tank. And it, but it was just sitting down there just at the bottom of the tank. And I said, something don't look right. And I, then we went on and did something else. And I came back, he's still over there in the tank. And I, and I, and it, Holy Spirit said that, that the, it, I think it was for, a, we have a five-gallon tank, so it was five to ten-gallon, but I believe the, the um, filter was too heavy for him. So it was making everything, you know, weighted down. Little Skittles was getting ready to die. And I said, well, let me take them on out. Let me take this out. We'll go get something else. But had I not paid attention and the Holy Spirit said, come, look, check in the tank and make sure everything is all right. We would have been grieving Skittles. But thank God today, Skittles is alive. But I'm serious. I'm serious. Hallelujah. Whether it's your car, whether it's your family, whether it's your dog, your cat. I don't care what's going on. The Holy Spirit, everything that concerns you. He will say, wait a minute, wait a minute, hey, Lord, wait a minute, you need to check that. Wait a minute, you, let, you left that candle on before you go into bed at night, go back in that room and for your house is burned down. Don't, don't go there, you're, you're tired of pressure, you think you're getting ready to get on the road, but you don't need to go at that time. The Holy Spirit, yes it will, yes it will, he's still speaking, he's still speaking and saying many things to you, you need it. You need that power. You need his presence. But you cannot bear them now. He said, you can't handle it now. God still sings. So now, he says, when the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears from the Father, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. He will tell you things to come. He will tell you, hallelujah. This is on the way. He will give you a rest and a peace and knowing it's going to be all right. He's at this open door. Hallelujah. That job that you lost, I got another one for you. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. That loved one, hallelujah, that you said, God, are you ever going to save them? They're going to be all right. The loved one that you may even lost, he will let you know that, yes, you can make it. Yes, you can make it and run your race on this earth. Yes, you can make it. He will tell you those things. He says, he will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. Okay, that's why we always, we seek ye first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. We're praying for the will of our father. We're asking him, God, this is what I want, but what do you want? God, this is what I think your will is, but I want your will to be done on earth as in heaven. Hallelujah. Give me this day, God, what I need. Give it to me, God. He will take up what is mine and declare it to you. I want what God has of me, wants for me. All the things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said, he will take, care, take of mine and declare it with you, declare it of you, the Holy Spirit. He will make that declaration in your life and let you know that he's still speaking. And I will still give you insight 
and I will still advocate for you. You will hear me say it a lot of times when I'm praying. The Holy Spirit, as it said here, will, that the spirit of truth will lead, teach you. What is it that you need to know? What has you been asking God about? That you maybe asked several other people. Or just was afraid to think, God, he's concerned about everything. You, you hear I talked about Skittles, everything that concerns me. I take before the Father. Everything. That I say, God, you know, what, what do I do about this? There's nothing too big. There's nothing too small. And I want to make sure, because sometimes we can always, yes, God did the miraculous hearing. He is a miracle-working God. But just the same thing as he can go and give, and give peace, and he can go and say, you know, with my kids and help them to do well in school, and I can take that to him in prayer, and, and I'm praying that they have good friends and people around them. He's just as concerned about that. That's, that's as much as a miracle. Especially these days in time and kids get all connected with everything. So use him. Let him lead you. Let him guide you as to where they need to be. Hallelujah. He's going to guide you. Just because it's always been done, it may not need to be done again. We had to pray in us. And I, even now I'm saying, okay, one child may go, went to this school. My other kids may need to go to another school. What is best for them? What is the best way that I need to do this? Mama did it this way. Daddy did it was this way. But God, what is best for me? In my eyes, he will lead you if you let him lead you. Oh, I love this scripture. Romans 8 and 14 says, For as many are as led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For as many that let him lead you, let him guide you. Seek in his face. Pray into him. You are the sons of God, my children. Anybody want to be called the sons of God? Come on now in this place. For as many are led by the Spirit of God. And I love that because we know, and I've got to keep saying it, and every preacher should keep saying it, there's so many spirits. There's so many things out here that people are calling and pulling down forth and all this different stuff. But you keep your ear to God and say, well, what was that your spirit? Is that of you? Is that, is that not of you? Something else is behind that smile. Something else is behind all this, this dress. Something else has been going on behind it. The Spirit of God will lead you, let you know who's for you, who's against you, who's trying to set you up and get you trapped. It's the truth. It's the truth anyhow. You better go and say, God, is this of your spirit? Nothing. Everything we do, we should submit before him. As believers, as believers, I want you to make sure that you understand. There are many ways, I tell you this, um, many ways, especially back in the day, you know, we could have, we would have uh, tearing services for the Holy Spirit, okay? Really real and powerful. People will lay their hands on people for the Holy Spirit. Um, but I want those that are really, that are new to the Christian faith, if you've not encountered that, that way, I want you to first understand that you can receive the Holy Spirit first by believing in the scripture that I just said that he Jesus said something was coming to help me and that Jesus said that it was the spirit of the Lord the spirit of truth that in itself is receiving through the word that there is a such thing as a Holy Spirit that he is who he says he is you may not have had the experience with others in the way that they got, but I'm telling you, if you first start, everything is believed by faith. 
we are saved. By faith, we believe. By faith in, in the word of God, of believing what he said is real. By that, I understand that, yes, the Holy Spirit is real. Yes, that tugging in my spirit, I understand that, yes, that is him. I acknowledge this scripture. When we do that, it helps us even in our witnessing, people of God. That we're not, we're not having to beat something over the head of people or command something over the head of people. What did the scripture say? He's going to convict. He's going to show with the righteousness. He's going to judge. Hallelujah. He is going to show us what we need to do when we need to do it. They need to believe in what it said before we get into all the, the things of the lightning and the flashing and all that stuff. And God's power is real and I love his presence. I love when he just gumbles me on down and, and I speak in a tongue. I just love it. But even if I did it, the spirit of God, I've received the message. I've received ye the word. The word is God. The word is spirit. The word gives life. The word is empowering. That you know that the Holy Spirit lives within me. And the Holy Spirit is the one that I want. I want that I choose to let lead and guide me. Amen. So then I say, how? How are we going to follow this Holy Spirit? My question, I've been saying, let him lead you. Let him lead you. And some may be saying, I'm trying. I don't quite understand. How do I lead? How do you know, with that, usually, you know, you get the, the age-old question, how do we discern the voice of God? How do we discern his spirit? I'm going to tell you, and this is the answer that you will never get around, but it is by prayer. It is by prayer. It is by knowing the word of God. When you know what is of him, when you know what his word says, then you know what is, what is him. It takes out all the more of the, even like I said, even our righteousness sometimes. You know, it's like filthy right. Even when we think God has graced us to do the right things, we will make mistakes. It is, but I believe in the scripture God says he will for the believers. Those, he's going to work all things out for your good. Okay, he's going to work everything out for your good. But you still got to pray. You still got to seek his word. Then you know what is of God and what's not. Anybody who's not doing those things, you, it's going to be pretty hard for you, me to tell you what he is when he said he is the word. You can't tell me what is not. That's how you do it. You know how, you know how else you do it? By being your authentic self. By not trying to be me or anybody else. Be your authentic self. He called you. He chose you. He knows who you are. Every fiber on your head. He knows everything about you. Every situation, every burden, every care, hallelujah, every fear. You've got to be you. You've got to be you the way that God has designed you. That's how you're going to follow him. How are you going to follow him? You're going to be persistent. You're going to persist. Ah, you're going to be persistent. You're going to pursue God. I, I may not have got this right, but I'm still running after you, God. I may have said this to this person, God, but I'm still running after you. God, hallelujah, I may have failed this way, hallelujah. I didn't say the right thing, but I'm going to be persistent. I'm never going to let go. I'm never going to let go of your hand. I'm always going to run towards you. Persistence. God, hallelujah, I still got this thing, this nastiness, God. Help me. I'm still dealing with this because of the hurt that somebody hurt me, so now I'm hurting others, God. Persistence. To be most like God. That is our desire. That's why he sent him here. Again, his spirit, to be more like Christ. To be more like him. Anybody want to be more like Jesus? 
anybody want to be more like Jesus? As you're being your authentic self, you got to be honest. You got to be honest with God. You got to be honest with God. Making up stuff and saying that, you know, God, I'm just, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'll do that sometimes too, but people will say, all right, well, how are you doing? Oh, I'm okay. God will ask you. He'll check you. Hi, how are you doing? Oh, I'm okay, God. I'm all right. You know you're not. Stop pretending. Stop pretending. I used to pretend, but and it caused a lot of mm, uneasiness, unrest, hallelujah, a lot of tension, a lot of burden. It kept my line to Jesus. It was a little cluttered, hallelujah. Couldn't hear from him all the way, hallelujah. You got to stop pretending and be your authentic self and let him lead you. Let him be all that he's called you to be through God, hallelujah. Uh, even, I was listening to this song this morning, and I said, let him love you. Let him love you. God, he went away, but let Jesus love you the way that you need to be loved. That's how we're going to follow him. That's how we're going to be, being courageous. Being courageous. Looking and seeing and seizing and recognizing opportunities of when he's trying to get your attention. Not just saying, ah, uh, not right now. I ain't got time for that. Recognizing, bowing, meditating. It doesn't always have to be like, you know, clothes in the, in the closet or in the prayer room. But if I'm at the light and he, and he tells me something or, or I think about his goodness, oh, well, I acknowledge him. The more I keep in his presence, the more he's going to start, he's going to keep calling me. Because we're building our relationship. The more he keeps, he knows, he said, yeah, she, she's paying attention to me. She hears me. So the more she hears me, the more I'm going to call, the more I'm going to lead, the more she's letting me lead her. And most importantly, and you all can stand as I close, be loyal to him. Be loyal to the Holy Spirit. Be loyal to God. As we said, there are so many spirits, there's so many things these days that we can do to center ourselves and get energy and all these things. That there is only one God. And with that God, he sent only one spirit. Hallelujah. And there is only one voice. And we've got to recognize and believe that he is the helper. That he is the advocate. That he is the comforter. That he is the leader. That he is the guider. That he is the spirit of truth. And when I seek and I believe the word, then the Holy Spirit will rest and will lead me if I allow him to. Amen. Amen. Join hands with your neighbor. God, we thank you. We honor you. We love you. I want you to listen to the words of this song. I find space for 
you know that from the beginning but I want you to pray for that neighbor just two if you need to make three pray for that neighbor what are you praying for LT you're praying hallelujah that they receive the spirit of the Holy Ghost that they will acknowledge hallelujah hallelujah and if they have it that they will be more intentional hallelujah to be listen to his voice and to let him lead you pray for their faith hallelujah pray and let them know that they are not in this by themselves. That the Holy One is with them. The Holy One is inside them. Pray. We will not make it on this earth without the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. Acknowledging who He is. He told us in His Word He has more things to say. He's got more things to tell them. Pray for that neighbor. Let them know, hallelujah. And until they get there, until they get there, you're there right there beside them, interceding and praying that the Holy Spirit would reveal himself unto them and they will receive it. Come on and pray for them. Come on and pray for them that yet they would receive it, yet they would feel it, hallelujah. Yet it would empower them in every area of their life. Holy Spirit, hallelujah. You do the work, hallelujah. You do the work, Father. You heal, you set free, hallelujah. Spirit of truth, come in this place. Come on and pray for them. He wants you to lead. He wants to lead you. He wants to guide you. 
you are not all alone. You're not by yourself. You're not by yourself. He is with you. He is for you. He is guiding. He is teaching. Thank you for tuning in today with Fellowship Church. We pray that you were blessed by the message, and we would like to connect with you through our website, fellowshipws.org, or facebook.com slash at the fellowship. If you are ever in the greater triad area, we would love for you to be our VIP for weekend worship experience on Sundays at 1030 a.m. On behalf of Pastor Tony and the Fellowship family, thank you again for joining us. And remember to love God, love people, and impact the world.